<clears throat> Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Disney Co. In the Know podcast. And tonight we are talking about Disney and Universal News. And then at the end of our podcast today, we are going to talk about the attractions that we are most looking forward to uh, riding when the parks reopen. I am your host, Bruce Beal, owner of 407 and Beyond Vacation Company and sponsor of Disney Co. In the Know podcast. And today I am joined by Disney Co. In the Know contributor Jacob and contributor Hannah. Hi. And contributor and social media manager Elizabeth. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so before we get started with Disney and Universal News, I do want to say that Disney Co. In the Know podcast mm -hmm. is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Company. Disney and Universal experts um, that help you plan your perfect family vacation, take away the stress. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. All right, guys. Well, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to tonight's episode. We're already on episode nine, um, and we just started this podcast when we went into self-isolation. So um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're picking up steam. So... Um, I do want to say, because we're talking about universal stuff, I did wear my Bayside Tigers hat tonight. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if any of you saw the, the uh, Saved by the Bell spinoff, the, um, now all the kids are adults, and the trailer released. I, it was yesterday or today. Um, did you, any of you guys see that? Mm -mm. No. Well, Do you know what Saved by the Bell is, Hannah and Jake? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just going to say... It was better than I expected, the, uh, the trailer, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So that's coming on the, uh, the Peacock Station, NBC's streaming services. So nice. just wanted to start off with that. So um, let's get going over to, um, to Disney and Universal News. So um, our first news story um, is mine, and it, it's Disney World. Um, People with reservations going through May are experiencing um, some cancellations. And so really, guests with vacations all the way through April were experiencing cancellations. Um, Disney would either send them an email or give them a phone call and say, you know, we had to uh, cancel your, your booking, your reservation, um, and, and they were providing refunds. And Disney's been really great um, with us travel agents when it comes to canceling and rebooking clients' vacations. But um, we we are we have been hearing that clients with or, or or guests with reservations all the way up through the middle of May are starting to get those cancellations, um, emails or phone calls, and so um, we're starting to creep into uh, mid May now. And so even though June first was the, the cutoff or the first date that you could book a new reservation, I think people with reservations in May were were holding out hope and. Um, it appears that, you know, Disney is starting to cancel those beginning of May trips, uh, mid-May trips. So none of our clients have had that happen yet, but uh, we are, we have been hearing stories of um, other guests having their, their reservations canceled. So um, do you guys, uh, have you guys heard anything on this front or, um, you know, suspect that, you know, these cancellations are going to start creeping into June at all? Mm. I haven't heard anything. I hope they don't start creeping into June. Um, like I know Disney's going to need some time to get some things up and running again. Like once travel is more, you know, permitted. Um, 
but hopefully hopefully it won't go all the way like into june as far as cancellations yeah. hopefully they can get everything up and running by <coughs> first at the latest yeah yeah an episode especially with go ahead oh no no go ahead oh, i was gonna say was especially since june especially when i worked there that's a really big international month too and so you would have a lot of like international um individuals coming over so i've been like thinking about that like what that would look like um yeah it's a very big question mark well i think I think even beyond that, for those with uh, who, who are coming over um, from abroad to go to Disney, I think the, the travel restrictions would probably stop them before mm-hmm. even their Disney yeah. innovation. So, yeah, yeah. it's a lot the of things. The fortunate reality of it all is, you know, even when things do get back up and running, you, you got to imagine parks are going to be one of the last things. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Places where people are coming from all over, gathering together, huge crowds. Up yeah. To- Unfortunately, non-essential. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's essential to my happiness. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, in part, you know, a little bit uh, on that front, you know, Disney Universal is, you know, it, it's our business, it's our livelihood. You know, I own a travel agency and we, we focus on Disney Universal trips and um, doing everything we can for our clients to have a perfect vacation. But like, the health and safety of everybody obviously comes yeah. first. And so although it's heartbreaking and we want to be back in the parks, um, you know, it just, it doesn't make sense right now um, right. to be able to do that. And it, what I was going to say is on episode eight, last week's episode, we talked about um, the potential uh, or it was, or episode seven. Um, I'm forgetting at this point, but we talked about the potential precautionary measures that Disney might be taking because Bob Iger had suggested that maybe there'd be um, some temperature stops at the, at the front gate. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it's really going to be interesting when parks re- do reopen and when they do reopen, what that's really going to look like. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. So, cool. Maybe right. they'll start making mask attachments for your ears. Mm. <laughs> That'd be cute. Let me really cute. Let's move on over to our uh, next news story. Elizabeth, tell us about the uh, Run Disney update. Okay, so Bruce and I are really big Run Disney people. Um, We've run the Dopey Challenge. We have done the marathon. Um, I've done the Princess Weekend. We're really big Run Disney. So um, obviously with this COVID, races are across the country put on hold right now. And of course, Disney came out um, with their updates. Um, So the first one being the virtual run series. This run series um, was actually released today that you could sign up for it um, at 10 a.m. this morning. And it's already sold out, um, the 5Ks that were offered. So the Mad Hatter 5K, the Haunted Mansion 5K, and the Space Mountain 5K all sold out. Um, however, if you're interested, you can still do the virtual challenge, um, and that's, um, still available. And what that means is you'll have to complete the 5k, um, three 5ks in the summer, um, by August 31st. And you get all three of those medals plus a really cool, um, uh, like fourth medal as well. So that's pretty cool. I thought, but unfortunately that race, which is very popular, um, sold out very quickly for the individuals. 
Um, okay, so along with that announcement, they also came out with bumping up registrations um, throughout the year. So the next big race will be the Walt Disney World Marathon starting um, 2021. That weekend is June 6th through the 10th. And for annual pass holders, Disney Vacation Club, Golden Oak residents, um, that will be available. You can sign up starting May 7th. Um, of 2020. Um, again, 10 a.m. will open um, at that time. May 12th will be the general public and on sale. And again, that includes the Dopey, the Goofy Challenge, the Marathon, Half Marathon, um, 5K, and 10K as well. And the next weekend that they opened up would be the Princess Half Marathon. This is February 18th through the 21st of 2021. The pre-sale for this for annual pass holders, Disney Vacation Club, and Golden Oaks will be June 11th. And um, for the general public, that will be June 16th. And again, that Princess Weekend includes a 5K, a 10K, a Half Marathon, and a Princess Challenge as well. And I just did that one a few years ago, and I highly, highly recommend it. So I would definitely put that on your schedule to pre-register to register, um, either June 11th or June 16th. Um, and then one that I know is very popular around here um, will be the Star Wars Half Marathon Weekend, which will be next April 15th and April 18th through 4th. I'm sorry. April 15th through the 18th um, of 2021. Um, Pre-sale for that, again, for annual pass holder, Golden Oaks and DVC will be August 6th and on sale August 11th for the general public. And again, that is another 5K, 10K, half marathon and a Star Wars challenge. So if any of you are run Disney's, I know I am, this is for my first marathon there many years ago. Um, I'm excited to put these dates on the calendar and to get signed up because it gets me excited and um, at least it gets me knowing something um, that I love Disney and running and going to the parks. So are you yeah, yeah. signed up for any of the virtual races or the virtual challenge? I am not. I've never done the virtual challenge. Um, the, I mean, this is just a run Disney race, you know, is expensive going into it. It was $40 for the 5k. So very inexpensive for Disney. Um, you got mm -hmm. a bib you could download that was like specific to which one you chose and you get a very cool medal. So I could see that why that one sold out so quickly. The virtual challenge is $145. Cause it's um, all three. And it's all three. And, um, although very, very cool, very cool to be able to complete, um, that's a little pricey um, to do. So, um, Jake, you're the it's math. You're, Jake, you're the oh. mathematician. So each race is forty-five dollars, and then 40. to do the forty, and then to do yeah. three races, it's one forty-five. Mm -hmm. You get the extra medal, though, correct? Yeah, oh, oh so it's like a marathon weekend. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. one for the challenge. Okay. I mean, you're essentially paying for the medals, which. The yeah. medals are so cool. Like just the Haunted Mansion one. If you're a Haunted Mansion fan, it is, um, it's, it's very cool. You have to check it out at rendisney.com. It's very, very cool. Um, but yeah, it's expensive for that. Yeah, and, that makes uh, sense. That's the same pricing structure <laughs> as Marathon Weekend when you run like the yeah. Goofy or the Goofy Challenge. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're paying for that extra t-shirt and, and medal. Um, yep. I didn't realize it was set up that way. So I, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It's a great way, you know, to, um, one, feel the magic of Disney and then two, also kind of get into your first run Disney race, because I always recommend, um, Bruce and I've been running for many, many years. And I always recommend that if you're going to do a race, your first race, be a Disney race, no matter the 
the distance because they really do add extra magic um, to that race. So yeah, and we we've run what four or five, and each each year when you do it, the the, the medals. I I I hate being I, one of those uh, runners who just talk about medals, but I'll tell you what, there's something special about run Disney yeah. events, the the expo. Um, we need to run- do a whole podcast on it. We, we, we ought, we ought to, and I think we will, we'll, we'll put that on the books, um, running through the parks. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there, the, the medals at the end, the, the whole, the whole thing is so well done. I enjoy running them. Um, and I look forward to registering on May 7th for 2021. And someone who has ran other races, marathon distance races, aside from the run Disney, um, like Bruce said, it is so well organized. Um, just like the finish is amazing. The start is amazing. Like it's just a seamless, seamless process. And they really only want you focusing on running and you feel very catered and it's, it's amazing. So if you want to do the virtual um, series, like I said, that is still available and I would highly recommend it if you're looking at getting into the run di- Disney. So. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, Jacob, what, what do you have this week? All right. So uh, it was recently announced. Uh, we got some stuff going on on Disney Plus for uh, Star Wars Day, which for uh, anyone who doesn't know is May 4th. So that's coming up before oh. long here. May Wait. the 4th be with you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> good, old, uh, good old pun there. <laughs> uh, the big announcement is uh, there's going to be a new series releasing on Disney Plus. It is called Disney Gallery uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian. It is going to be an eight-episode series uh, that goes behind the scenes of the making of uh, The Mandalorian, which obviously was a huge hit series uh, from last fall. So uh, those of us who are were fans of that, uh, which I think is most of us, <laughs> are very excited to see this. Uh, one of the things I thought was interesting is, you know, it's, it's a whole eight-episode series uh, in and of itself. Uh, I think going to air on on Fridays aside from that first episode on May 4th but uh but that makes it as long as the Mandalorian was the Mandalorian was also an eight episode series so we are going to get a lot of behind the scenes content nice really it's one of the coolest things about uh Star Wars is the creation of the universe is always so so cool and uh, the effects are always so well done so it'll be a real treat to get to uh see all that stuff a little more in depth so Really yeah. that really excited. I, I agree. I can't believe that they have all like so much footage of behind the scenes yeah. to match like the same length as the series itself. Like, you know, when it when you watch a movie, usually the behind the scenes is anywhere from like twenty to sixty minutes, which is what, no more than half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is like a hundred percent, you know, of the time. Uh, well, as long as the episodes are about twenty five minutes. So we're not sure how long the episodes are going to be uh, yet, I don't think, unless I missed something. But, uh, but yeah, it's still a ton of content, so it's, it's awesome. I'm wondering if they'll do one episode per episode of The Mandalorian. So the first episode is just going to address behind the scenes from that first episode of The Mandalorian, story content, um, you know, things that they thought about bringing in that they left out, maybe some deleted scenes we might get, different stuff like that. Like, I feel like with a TV show, too, beyond a movie there might kind of be more possibilities for more behind the scenes stuff because Mm -hmm. they've you know i don't know well it's very possible i think the exact wording in the uh, the official release was that 
each episode focus on a different aspect of the show. Mm -hmm. So that is pretty uh, ambiguous wording there. So that may be how they decide to style it, or maybe it'll focus on a different aspect of production or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think, the, you know, the storyline, I, I really enjoyed the series, uh, this season, but the first season didn't have like uh, continuity with the storyline. It did feel like separate episodes. And so I wonder if that lends itself to more behind the scenes because we're visiting different places and new characters like each episode, except for, mm -hmm. of course, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda is the constant. He's going to get his whole own episode, I hope. Um, yeah. I part in all the episodes if they can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And it'll, it'll only boost merchandise sales in the parks when they reopen. So. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's good. So, awesome. Well, thanks, Jacob. Anything else on, anything else on this? Um, one other thing that I think was announced uh, at the same time is that the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, uh, the new season will end on that same day on Star Wars Day. So we're gonna have uh, the end of one thing, beginning of another. That's cool. So, uh, so that'll be fun to see that come to a conclusion for uh, mm -hmm. have followed that uh, throughout its whole journey. Yeah. So I haven't um, watched The Mandalorian, <laughs> um, but I was just wondering, so are they making, is there a second season too? Or is like, so they might drop some footage potentially in this mm. as well, like some leaks leading or, up to the second, yeah, some like, teasers. I don't know. Yeah, that was yeah. but uh, yeah. that was really cool. Now I'm even more excited for it. Mm -hmm. I hope to see something like that. I think yeah. uh, I think the most recent news I'd heard was that they had finished filming or at least most of what they needed to before uh, everything got shut down. So oh, okay. And I believe the original yeah. plan was released in October. That sounds I think. Good. So fingers crossed that that's still kind of the plan in the case. Yeah. Or, or, hear me out, go with me on this one. Will they bump that up? Because, yeah. like, they, they are doing other sort of IPs in Disney+. Plus. So. That's hey, isn't true. there a day, May the 6th or something, we could come out on that day? Uh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> well, with that one, uh, Hannah... Hannah, what do you have this week? Um, anyone who knows me knows that I am a huge reader. So my story um, is about a kind of re-release of a book series. So Ridley Pearson wrote The Kingdom Keepers, started back in 2005. And it's a book series about five teenagers um, who are associated with the park. I have not read this series yet myself. I've read another great series by him, kind of also related to Disney, Peter and the Starcatchers. It's like the pre-story mm -hmm. to Peter Pan. Um, oh. And his writing is great. And it was something I really enjoyed as a kid, but something I think that like many adults can enjoy. Also really great storytelling. So um, the great thing about this revamping is because there have been so many changes with Disney and with the parks since these came out in 2005, he's rewriting them with more current attractions. Oh, cool. So kind of to reach, I think, a new generation of Disney lovers who know the parks as they are now. Um, and so awesome. I'm super, super excited yeah. for that. So they're going to be re-releasing those. Um, and I know he has um, some other Kingdom Keepers related things. Um, Kingdom Keepers Inheritance is being delayed so that he can rewrite the originals with the new park attractions. Um, but cool. I'm, I'm really excited. And I'm excited too now to kind of get into them for the first time um, with this new release. So I have, I did read the first um, book that they came out with. And I remember when I was reading it, I was like, that's not there anymore. That doesn't have that anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool to have that in the book 
to be able to like look back on, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm super pumped to see like the new stuff even like, I wonder if he'll bring in like galaxy's edge and you know, all of those. I'm guessing and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're good. Um, they are also working on, they were at one point working on a Kingdom Keeper series for Disney Plus. I believe that that has kind of oh. been waylaid for now, but hopefully if these new release of the books kind of get That'll it amped, cool. they'll bring it back for Disney Plus because I think that um, that could, you know, bring kind of a, a whole other side to Disney Plus. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Yeah, the, the premise of the books, I, I did read these, um, and the premise of the books I thought about, oh, how cool would it be if this came to a TV show mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, or a movie of sorts. But um, the, the premise that these kids are in the parks, uh, we've all, well, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I have at least thought about what it would be like to be in the parks by myself mm-hmm. or where would I go if I was in the Magic Kingdom and had to spend the night, where would I go spend the night? Or, you know, where would I eat if I was all by myself? Or what attractions would I do? Would I just walk around? And if I had to get in my daily run, what, where would I? Like, I've thought about those scenarios, just thinking about the parks in different ways than the normal, you know, operating hours. And so mm-hmm. th- this book, and if I made it into a TV show, I just think would be a lot of fun. And yeah. for people who haven't read it, I was kind of looking some things up about it and getting myself super hyped for this re-release. They battle Disney villains in the parks, right? To kind of mm-hmm. keep the parks safe and to keep mm-hmm. Disney um, as a universe and like the whole world safe mm-hmm. from the Disney villains. So you can kind of see in the backgrounds of the book covers um, the, the different villains. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's a very cool concept. I, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping it'll kind of reach a new, like I said, I'm a big reader. Um, so I hope it'll get yeah. some people into, into some books. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, That's thanks. Cool. Hannah. That's mm-hmm. good news. All right. Well, for the second half of uh, today's podcast, we are going to discuss universal attractions. Last week we talked about the, the our top two Disney attractions that we could not wait to, to ride again when the park reopened. And so this week we are going to just, to discuss universal attractions. And so um, we'll, uh, we'll start off with Elizabeth. Elizabeth, which two attractions are you most looking forward to riding when we get back into the parks? Okay, so my first one is going to be Jimmy Fallon. Oh, there we go. Race I know, through a little New spoiler. York. <laughs> <laughs> Race through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. Um, okay, I know a lot of people have opinions about this ride. Um, we went to Universal um, for the first time in a very long time last year. And, um, I guess I had really like low expectations on this ride, but then we wrote it and I absolutely loved it. I loved how you cue, um, the way that they, you like come in and they give you a color and then you wait basically like on the stage, um, on the waiting stage, um, for your color to light up. I think that's genius concept. You do not feel like you're waiting. Um, so I absolutely love that. And then I loved just like see like you're sitting in the audience of Jimmy Fallon. I find Jimmy Fallon to be hilarious. He's one of my favorites. Um, and so I just think that they did a really good job with it. And I was very pleasantly surprised with the ride and I can't write, wait to write it again. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll take it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I was a little nervous about this attraction and although it yeah. is not the best simulator attraction, in a theme no. park it's not 
the best simulator at Universal. Well, maybe at Universal, uh, that, that's arguable, but um, it is a really just fun attraction. And yeah. what they did with the queue to Elizabeth's point is a lot of fun. It's like you are on set and behind mm -hmm. the scenes and you're walking into the offices mm -hmm. and- um, And the gift shop's really fun at the end. Like yeah. it's all Jimmy Fallon. And I also think like with that, you know, right now, he is doing like his home um like broadcasting for the late show and it's he is such a joyous person and happy and like i think after all of this i just want happy and joy <laughs> so that's why i'm looking forward to that right nothing too serious that makes sense so, and, and you're yeah. not saying that to your point you're not saying that's the best ride in the park you're no saying that's what you're most looking forward to getting back on yeah so yeah, All right, very exactly. good. What about your second okay, attraction? So my second one, of course, is going to be Hagrid's um, motorbike ride. This ride, oh my gosh, a whole podcast should just be um, just devoted to our experience trying to get on this ride because <laughs> it was quite an experience getting on it. But once we got on it, it was the okay, I'm going to say this one of the best rides that I've ever rode um, in my life, and it has every element that you wish a, a roller coaster has and they just really did a phenomenal job with it and um i just i can't wait to ride it again it was so good so it is um <clears throat> and, and jake and hannah i know that you are waiting for yeah. when the park's open to experience this attraction mm -hmm. but this this is not the um, average roller coaster it, it mm -hmm. is based as a roller coaster whereas rides like Gringotts and Forbidden Journey are designed differently this is a roller coaster but mm -hmm. this is the most immersive roller coaster that right. I've ever been on and mm -hmm. the, the theming is great the queue is a lot of fun um, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't keep up with Forbidden Journey or Gringotts queue but it is still a good queue really uh, is it oh, in the yeah go park? ahead Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's, so, a, it's over by Forbidden Journey. Okay. Yeah. Now, Jacob and I went to Universal um, with our parents six or seven years ago now. I think it'll be seven years in December. Do you uh, know where um, the Three Broomsticks is at? Yeah. Did they replace, It's right across from there. Did yeah, they replace a ride with this one? Yes. Yeah, so, one roller coaster is Dueling Dragons. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yes. It's, it's kind of, it's like where. Haggard's hut was right. Hut, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, it, it is a well done attraction with a little little bit of a surprise. Um, Multiple surprises halfway through say. that 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 uh they'll make you come out of your seat a little bit. So yeah. Um. I'll, I'll leave it there. But <laughs> uh, great attraction. Um. So Elizabeth, uh, a plus on the 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 rides that you're looking forward to the most. Thank so, you. So all right. <laughs> Excellent. We're being graded on these. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, you, you didn't know that. Jake's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hannah. What about you? What are you looking um, for? The Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. So, like I said, it's mm -hmm. been six years since we've been. So, a lot of the um, the Harry Potter rides um, had the they just kind of had put in the Forbidden Journey, and there's a lot of ones um, that they hadn't had in yet. But this riding this ride 
I felt like was like a life-changing experience. I'm such mm-hmm. a huge Harry Potter fan. The queue is just incredible. I mean, you are walking through the castle, you're stepping into the classrooms, they've got the holograms that interact with you. And then the ride itself is such a great mix of, you know, the virtual and the up and down with some of the roller coaster elements. And there's just, I mean, it's just so well done and it's, you're totally immersed in it. And I, I'm so excited to just step back into the magic of that ride and get myself back to Hogwarts. So mm-hmm. nice. Uh, yeah, it's definitely if you're a Harry Potter fan, like they totally knock it out of the park. Like that is Harry Potter right there. So, yeah, this yeah. is. Hard, it's like but- you've stepped onto the set of Harry Potter. Yeah, it's very cool. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. And all of the, like, the workers, you know, are in the costume as students because they're in Hogwarts, Mm -hmm. and it's just... Mm -hmm. I remember coming off that ride the first time I ever rode it, and I think I'm I'm pretty sure I had a tear in my eye um, because I had never rode anything like that in my entire life, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah, definitely nostalgia takes you back to to uh an amazing an amazing ride so yeah good job hannah as a harry potter fan this is the closest to being in the movie i Mm -hmm. think that you can get um we've done the the warner brothers studio tour in london Mm -hmm. and that's probably one of my most uh, favorite places in the world but Mm -hmm. those are movie sets like Mm -hmm. being in the action and being in the movie i think this is stronger than gringotts stronger than um haggard's motorbike adventure for being like immersed into the movie action itself Mm -hmm. elizabeth what do you think um i think that's also another um podcast on its own (laughs) well just a little bit of a spoiler which which attraction do you think tops it gringotts okay that cue well that cue yeah that's a great cue yeah phenomenal like that is the most immersive oh i'm sorry um that is the most immersive um for sure fair enough i i don't totally disagree uh the cue for from gringotts is is terrific so yeah um hannah what about your second second my second one is the hulk coaster so um i feel like a lot of people might kind of be like it's it's just a roller coaster but it's fun and there's like a little cartoon that plays along as you kind of go through and when we went there was no line we waited Mm. five minutes for front row and they blast you out of this gate Mm. and water cannons shoot and you're like flying you know up this hill and it's just such a fun ride and you know maybe i just kind of have it associated with those memories and like i said it wasn't super busy when we went um but it just was so much fun and it's a classic roller coaster and I love those thrill rides and I'm a big superhero fan. I love the Hulk. So it's mm-hmm. just like a fun, easygoing ride. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've ridden, I rode this ride. Bruce did not, he's not a huge coaster fan in mm-hmm. that sense. And um, when I rode it, I was literally blown away because of just how quickly and um I knew like we said in a few podcasts ago Bruce and I are just starting the marvels and Mm -hmm. I I know what the Hulk is I know um you know everything surrounding that um like the concept of it and thinking back on it now I think they did such an amazing job with representing the Hulk in a coaster 
you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I'm really pumped to see what, um, like rewrite it now that I've like watched the movies, watched the Avengers, like watched all those, like to mm-hmm. see, you know, and appreciate it even more. So yeah. I was yeah. not as lucky. I had to ride the single rider line and, um, yeah, I just remember I sat at the very back. I was in the last row. Oh, that was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Some people might be pumped. The last row is usually a little rocky. I know that's people like that. And I was not, I was literally blown away. <laughs> so. All right. For time's sake though, let's, uh, let's keep going. And Hannah, you did have an honorable mention this week. We've talked um, about it. I seem to have a lot of these. <laughs> I'm just really excited to go back. Jake and I have not ridden escape from Gringotts. You guys have talked before and tonight about how incredible the queue is, how great the ride is. Mm -hmm. And so when we go again, I am most looking forward to getting on this. Like I'm excited to ride things again, but I am most looking forward to trying this out for the first time. Mm -hmm. They announced its release. I believe we read about it on the car ride back from Universal. (laughs) So I have been dying for seven years to get on this ride (laughs) because I heard about it. So I'm super pumped. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, it it is great. Um, for time's sake, we won't get into Escape from Gringotts tonight, but um, the queue, the attraction, the, the queue it is good. It, it's a 3D experience on a coaster, um, but totally immersive. It definitely wins um, an award for immersiveness. And it's in uh, Diagon Alley. And mm-hmm. that is arguably one of the best places in a theme park that exists. So it's up there with galaxy's edge and Pandora. Oh, for Um, sure. It's there. It, it, it it probably even beats it, but that that's for another show. So uh, Mm -hmm. Jake, let's move to your two attractions. What do you have? Yeah. So, uh, so first off um, I have the Jurassic park river adventure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, this one I kind of chose not because it's the best ride in the world, but just for that immersive experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge fan of, of Jurassic Park with the book and the movies and stuff. And I will never forget the feeling I had, like, walking through those gates the first time in the park. Like, it was, mm-hmm. on, it was like, chills. Like, I was actually going to Jurassic Park. <laughs> and, uh, and that was just so cool. So, uh, like you've heard, it's been a long time since I've been there. Uh, when I last went, the new Jurassic World movies – I don't even think they'd been announced yet. Uh, so I'm excited to see, I don't know if they've made any changes or anything uh, since those movies have come out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if they've, they've done anything different. Um, but it's just one of those experiences that was just absolutely incredible and I can't wait to have it again. So that's kind of why I went with that. And I love how you said, Jake, um, how like you walk through the gates and it's so immersive. That's what Universal does so, so well because all of their rides are movie based and you want to feel like you've entered the movies and they do that so well. Um, like I felt the same way walking through there. I've not, I'm terrible. I've not seen a lot of the old Jurassic Park. So, I've seen the new ones. So Elizabeth, but, we, we are uh, low on time. So Jake, very quickly, oh, sorry, what, what's your second ahead. attraction? Yeah, so I hope I don't get points taken off my grade for coming. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I also chose to put on the journey. Hannah went over most of the stuff about it. <laughs> Again, immersive yeah. experience, something really unforgettable. And uh, yeah, that's why I can't wait to do it again. Like, you, you don't get experiences like that very often. So, 
I agree. And what a perfect uh, spot to wrap up tonight. So uh, follow us on Facebook at 407 and Beyond Vacation Company. Join our Facebook group, Disney Co. in the know. Visit our blog at 407andbeyond.com. Join in on the conversations and let us know what your two favorite attractions are that you are most looking forward to riding when you get back into Universal Orlando and Islands of Adventure. Um, so until next week, guys, until episode 10, have a good week, stay healthy, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye, guys.